You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. No calls and no real content. Well, that could be changing. You never know. 5.03, <laughs> it's a Friday morning on the fan, and the day has come. We'll get to Craig and Evan in just a moment, but the day has come that I've been waiting for for a long time. Ever since he moved into the wonderful condo and then decided to get himself a dog about, I don't know, six weeks after that, the day has come where we've got wind, we've got rain, and we've got a real feel of about 40 degrees, and he had to go out and walk the dog at 3.30 this morning. So with that, I say good morning, Al. How was the walk? Uh, good morning, Jerry. Well, uh, yesterday also downpour all day long. But it was warm. Uh, it was a little. Well, you're right. It was warmer than, uh, th- than today. <laughs> and uh, I will tell you this. Prior to just coming on the air, I ordered... I searched for and ordered something called rain pants. <laughs> what, are you getting on that? Are you going to be on that new that TV show where you go out and you, you're looking for all the crabs in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> I boats swaying all over the place. <laughs> I ordered rain pants because here's the thing. Right now, for the first time, I am not a sweatpants guy. I do not like to wear sweatpants. I'm like what Carl Lagerfeld said, the the fashion icon. Jerry. I don't know who Carl Lager is. He's a fashion icon, and he said if when you're wearing sweatpants, like it's a, it, it, and Seinfeld did it on his show. You've given up. But today I have sweatpants on because all of my jeans are, are soaked. St- <laughs> And by the way, everybody, when he says all of my jeans, yeah. that's one pair. Well, I, have, <laughs> I do have three pair, but my three pair of jeans are soaked. Yeah. And they're not drying. Why don't you put them uh, in the dryer? I should put them in the dryer. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I, that's a good question. But I was like, everything else is great. You, I, I have a rain coat that I wear with a hood. Uh, so I have nice rain uh, boots, you know, like waterproof boots right, for sure. the snow. And I, but the pants... Just get saturated. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was cold cold this morning, Jerry. How is it rolling out of bed and getting hit in the face by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you you know, when the when you roll out of bed and you hear <laughs> <laughs> from the closed windows, like, oh. And then I, then I looked, it was like every hour, 100% rain. I'm like, again? It's one thing. To have to go take the dog out at noon. Yeah. I don't care if it's a monsoon. It's the middle of the day. You're up. You're alert. <laughs> but to roll over at the hours we get up at, and yeah. to have to for that to be the first thing is delicious. <laughs> that was yeah. That was not good. I still always think of um, 
when you would uh, pick me up in Matawan, and we would always see this uh, poor old sap walking his dog. Does and- he become the poor old sap? <laughs> we'd be like, look at this guy. <laughs> 16 degrees outside, yes. he's out walking his dog. And he looks yeah. miserable. <laughs> yes, that is me. Jerry, I can finally say today is a fall Friday. No, no. You could have said that for the last four weeks. <laughs> Summer Fridays are over. Yeah. Normally on Fridays, people will screen grab the temperature of where they live and tweet it to me and say, Summer Friday, I'm getting a lot of, you know, 39 degrees, 49 degrees. Here's the other thing I thought about uh, this weekend, where we fall back the clock. You get an extra hour sleep. But um, for dogs that are particularly have an internal clock so they don't 230 exactly they don't know that <laughs> they have no idea that we're setting the clocks this back. is like the greatest thing ever really now, like what you take the dog out as well before the show starts don't you no i take her out at 3 uh, 30 and then she's good until the show's over uh, that's good i thought you yeah. went out one more time i was gonna no, say no, that, no. Was, that will really suck no, I I wanted to train her for when I go back to the studio that I, that it's in the morning one time get it all out right uh, and then I'll see you later. Got it. So that's what we do here. All right. Hmm. Good Fall stuff. Friday. So yeah, I'm looking forward to receiving my rain pants. They're coming November first. So just in a couple days. <laughs> you get them Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my rain pants Sunday. Well, good. It's going to be so gorgeous look, on Sunday. You don't need them. Uh, <laughs> and it's not going to rain next that. week either. <laughs> yes, you needed them on October first. That's all right. I, I know it will rain, cold it rain will. again. So yes. I'll be ready. It's football weather, though, Jerry, on this football Friday. Now the next thing I look forward to is the first blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the dog still has to go out. <laughs> when there's like ice, when the streets have black ice on it this and is... the sidewalks, you can't see anything. Yes, and it's 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck. <laughs> yes, it will. Going to suck, Jerry. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you were able to hear any of uh, Craig. I heard it all. You heard it all from five to six. What were your reactions? Um, he said, you know, reaction. The, the beginning was, I thought, you know, very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of apologies. apologies. Yeah, absolutely. And then when it got into doing the show, I, I, to me, it sounded like no time went by. It like right. he just turned the microphone on and does what he does. And it was it was great to hear him. It really was. Uh, as if no time went by, including the fact that he has no voice, which he's been resting yeah. for three years. But he, I, as he even alluded to uh, throughout the hour, because, you know, he said he was starting, the voice was starting to go, yeah. but he also hasn't spoken that much. Correct. At all. I mean, yeah. even, even when I talked to him or you know, I, went, I went and saw him the one day, it's, you know, he's still not talking like that. And you're not talking at that high level and that energy and that speed and for that long. So that, that to me is not a big deal. I loved this New York Post headline today about yesterday's hour show. The Post headline reads, Craig Carton remorseful and obnoxious yeah. in WFA in return. But you know what, though? <laughs> yes. And I think yeah, that's was great. A, I think that's a good headline. And I think Me too. It was, it was him. Yes. And I think it was good. You know, so, yeah, I, I looked forward to it. Um, I got I was able to I caught the end of it when I got in the car and then I was able to hear the I'll tell you what. Whoever's running the FAN Twitter account yeah. really did a hell of a job with the rewind and getting the audio out there because nice. I was able to kind of go back and hear it in real time. So I, I thought they did a great job. That was probably Chicken Parm Lou. Is that what we call him? Chicken yeah. Parm Lou? Yes, because he, uh, one of his profiles, he referenced that he likes Chicken Parm. So we call him Chicken Parm Lou. Everyone needs a nickname on the radio, Jerry. All right. You know what he's kind of, Chicken Parm Lou. Then we can call Eddie Dead Pancreas. That's the shirt he's wearing today. Dead Pancreas? I don't know what the hell he's wearing. Is it a rock band? Dead Pancreas Society. 
<laughs> it's like a, it's a Halloween shirt for sure. Oh, okay. But I don't know what the dead pancreas. It's probably a uh, Harry Potter type one diabetic. My pancreas <laughs> is dead. Oh, okay, I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, he's a celeb. Sounds like he's celebrating it. Sorry to hear that. To each his own, as they say. My bad. I love the the part in Craig's, and this is probably the obnoxious part, because Craig is getting a lot of blowback from people in the industry who are angry that he's getting a second chance on WFAN, the most powerful radio station ever, and uh, they are not. And as Craig said, people. Well, there was one guy in particular, our our own Entercom sports station in Atlanta. Really? I, I had heard this rant because the guy referenced me in it, and someone sent it to me, where the guy was so angry that he has to work multiple jobs, and Craig is a criminal and is getting a second chance. What does but one as, have to do with the other? Well, as Craig You're said, in Atlanta. Dude, I gave you three years to get better. You didn't. Right. <laughs> I thought that was great. Very huh. funny stuff. And and I thought, I actually thought that he and Evan would be awkward in the beginning until they got there. It got some time together, but I thought it was very natural, and I actually thought Evan was very relaxed, which I was not expecting. Okay. <laughs> Especially since Evan wasn't there. Evan was probably—I I think Evan no, was in his, in his home. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I thought it was everything that you had hoped it would be if you were rooting for Greg. I agree. You know what I mean? It was like everything was great. Yes. Took some calls. Boomer called in. I thought that was good. I thought the Boomer call was fantastic. And we'll hear, we will hear some clips of that coming up next hour. You know, I did not catch that it was Boomer until probably 30 seconds into him talking. Did not click Norman with me. Norman from East Islip? Correct. Did, did not click with me until he said he was buying him. A, after he said he was buying him a pony, after Craig talked oh about his, uh, his equine therapy. I always wondered how equine therapy worked. I don't know. How does uh, dog therapy work? How do, well, probably well, the with, same. Well, with equine therapy, Craig said you tell your feelings to the horse. Right. And uh, as ridiculous as that sound, it works. Are you not telling your feelings to Whimsy? You know, I, you're right. I am. I uh-huh. Like when she's laying down, I'll go, hey, Whimsy girl. And then I'll probably unload some of my feelings. <laughs> Crazy, right? Like who thought of that? It's, equine you know therapy. What? It's nice to be able to talk to someone that's not going to talk back or something. <laughs> Whimsy is on Amazon right now ordering earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're getting those rain pants, you might be picking me up a pair of earplugs. Because <laughs> if you think about it, when you have a conversation, that's why you go to therapy. Because if you have a conversation with someone you're friendly with, they're going to have an opinion back. Right. The dog or the pony, they're just going to look at you and smile in their way. Right. And they're just going to listen to you. They don't understand what the hell you're saying. Right. At least you feel like you are just sounding off. But it could have been like pig therapy, equine therapy. They decided horses are are the the the, the animal that wants to hear your problems. No, they're the animal that just stands there. But all animals stand there. We could have had llama therapy, but for some reason, I think the horse is a more sensitive animal. Horses and dogs have had the longest like real relationship, not just you together know, or with humans. You mean with humans, right? Not just like working for us or being eaten by us or getting there. You know. A fur trimmed bias. Well, this is probably what Mike Tyson was talking about all those years ago. When he, yeah, when he said that he has had a relationship with pigeons, he Since probably Christ, talked to right. Yeah, like he probably would go in and talk to the pigeons. That's right. Listen, hmm. you got to get stuff off your chest, right? Why not tell an animal? Exactly. But goldfish. You ever talk to a goldfish? I guess people do. 
people could talk to a goldfish, a hamster, anything really that you're solo with. Tom Hanks talked to Wilson. Right, he talked to the the uh, volleyball. Absolutely. You, do you use what you have around you? That is very true. Plus, you're right. If you're telling telling friends your problems or something, then they'll start telling you their problems. You're like, this is about me. You're right about that. If you go to them for advice and then all of a sudden or support and then they have issues, at some point you're going to sit there and say, how did we get here? And all a therapist ever says is like, you'll talk out loud, then they'll go, and how did that make you feel? It's like That's your a... interviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's another Duke's podcast. And then what happened? There you go. You could be a therapist. I would be a good therapist, though I'd be so bored with people. <laughs> but you... I'm sorry. What was that again you said about your father never loved you? What was it? Do you follow me on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> What's, What's the wrong story? with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. Well, I think, listen, I'm not a therapist. I don't plan to be one. But I do think just listening. Yeah. Is a really good thing. And so, you know, you know I, think, I think back, maybe you couldn't be a therapist. Because you really wouldn't care. You would check out. Yeah. I'd be like, well, what about me? I had to walk this dog in the rain, freezing out. It always gets back to you, doesn't it? I did which, also ironically think. ironically enough, last night got back to you at some point, which we'll play those clips too coming up. It did? Oh, it did. <laughs> you did listen, did you not? I did, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think where it. Uh... Don't worry. It'll come oh, up. It's coming right. up. It's coming up. Uh, oh, and I thought the other interesting thing he said about uh, going to uh, counseling for gambling because I've heard this from people who have been to Alcoholics Anonymous and such. The when you first get to one of those meetings and you start hearing other people say the same yeah. things you were thinking and yep. you thought you were the only one, thought you were special. Yeah, and then you also realize, oh, all these people have a problem, and we all have this same exact way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, very eye-opening. No doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. I thought, you know, again, he he gave up. And I guess, listen, the documentary is out, and there have certainly been interviews with him. Uh, but he certainly spoke about a little more than I thought he was last night because he only had the hour. Right. And I knew he wanted to get to calls. I knew he was going to certainly do a lot of apologies because I kind of figured that's how it would start. Yes. Um, but I knew he wanted to do a lot of calls. I figured Evan would be on at some point. I didn't know Boomer would call in, but if you add all of those things together, I thought he got to a lot. Yes. Short, and I know he went past the one hour, but I thought he got to a lot in a short period of time. I agree. So pretty good. All right, let's take our first break. All right, Jerry. We can reset. How about this? At some point, if you would like to chime in. What? 877-337-6666. We'll take your calls. How about <laughs> that? That's right. But that thing at the top of the hour says no calls. Well, we didn't for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> but oh, at God. some point this hour, we are going to have some wow. calls. If you want. If you don't and you just like listening, that's fine, too. This and if you're good. Uh, no, Eddie will put you on. <laughs> Eddie's very friendly. Matter of fact, just be nice to Eddie. You're good to go. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. This portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by Toro Snowblowers. For grizzly winters, you need a Toro PowerMax snowblower. It's a beast on snow. Act now. Get up to $100 off on select Toro PowerMax snowblowers. See your Toro retailer now. Win winter with a Toro. We'll take a quick break. we got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. Actually, we only got 38 minutes left, and we are rocking the Casbah. Right, it's a What is the Casbah? Uh, it was a strip club in Tokyo. No way. I had something what are you to talking do with about? the Casbah? Yeah, it was a strip club in Tokyo that was usually packed night after night, and then one day it just closed down. Are you, you really don't know this? The Casbah for real? Yeah, this is the Clash, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on Access. They were they actually broke down. It's one of those things where they broke down the song. For real, you don't know this. You're like Some, Mr. Music. I know. I feel like you're... You know, here's why. They they had a music video on MTV where it was like all uh, oil rigs in the background. So I thought it was about like taking oil from foreign countries. Oh, it could be. I don't know. I'm really not sure. Oh. Pretty good song, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We do have a couple calls up, but before we do that, I know you have a couple more topics. So, yeah, Heather, I do. Bob, Jack, give us one second. What yeah. else you got? Al? Did you see uh, Jerry Trevor Lawrence? The Rona virus. The what's? Oh, the yes, I did see he got the. He's Rona got virus. the Rona. I did see that. Do the Jets still want him? I mean, this guy's got coronavirus. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't? Uh, yes, I don't know. What if it? Uh, what if he never comes back to himself with he'll, the Rona? Well, I think he'll be okay. I mean, listen, Cam Newton isn't the same, but I don't know that has anything to do with the coronavirus. But yeah, it could. I don't know. They got a guy in the Giants has it now, Will Hernandez. I mean, Will crazy. Hernandez, yeah. They say that uh, well, he uh, Trevor Lawrence will not play against Boston College this weekend because he's got the corona. But uh, we'll see what happens in the future, I hope. How about the pressure on Chase Bryce or Chase Rice? I forget his name. He's the backup quarterback who gets the start. Mm. Ooh, all right, I have a question for you. Legit sports question for you, all Mr. Right. Uh, sports, sports talk. Fan. That's right, here we go. Who... We'll have these the people. better no, but yeah, that's fair because I never heard of him before, and no one ever heard of the other guy before two weeks ago. Okay, who has the most pressure tomorrow uh, this weekend, and or who has the better game this weekend? The backup quarterback, Clemson, Chase something, Ice or Rice or Bryce? I'm not sure. Eddie, what's his last name? Bryce or Rice? The Clemson backup. Yes, it's um, I believe it's a Hawaiian kid. I don't know. I can't All pronounce right. the whatever. name. Whatever. Him or Ben Denucci. Who's going to well, start I'm going to. This guy, uh, the backup quarterback, is DJ Yulia Jalali. I thought it was Chase Bryce. Yeah, maybe he's on the roster too, but this is a five star that everybody is excited about. Oh, five star? Compa- yes. <laughs> comparing him to Ben and Cam Newton with his oh. size. He's like 6'4, 250. This is easy, Jerry. I feel like in college, it's all about a system. Right. And that this DJ Yulia Galili. Can come right in and roll Boston College, no problem. Meanwhile, who's the guy, Danucci, for right. the Dallas Cowboys? Ben Danucci? He's going to lose because the Cowboys are losing a lot of games. I saw a stat yesterday that they're the only team in the NFL that has lost every game by the spread this year. Yeah, no, they've been horrendous. I mean, how many I times? Mean, and by the way, I pulled an Al Dukes. Yeah, you read just, a headline? I Yes, I did. I read just a couple of paragraphs. So this Bryce came on and played previously. He left to go to Duke. I Duke. did not know that. What do I oh, know? he's gone. I don't know what the backup quarterback at Clemson situation is. But, yes, the Cowboys have been an absolute disaster this year. Yeah. Listen, even in the two games they won, you look at the way they won. Defensively, they were terrible. So for Ben DiNucci, though, I like what Dak Prescott did. He called him up and said, you do you. You do you, Mr. Ben DiNucci. You do you. So, Jerry, here's a segment that we're going to start doing. I think we may have done this a couple times already. We, I'm going to get some production for it. It's called Alan Jerry's Cool Games of the Week. Oh, okay. I like that. 
So if, if you bring up the uh, Week 8 NFL schedule, Jerry, take a look at there and tell me what your cool games of the weekend are. Do we have NFL the production only. for this, Eddie? Can you hit it now? Well, I, didn't, I never reached out to the production oh. guy. All right. So, well, there's actually <laughs> – I'll tell you what. How many yeah. can I give you? Well, I wrote down one, one two, three, two, th- four. I wrote down only three cool games of the week. All right. So I got – New England at Buffalo. I'm, intri- yep. I'm intrigued by that. Me too. Cool game of the I'm week. I'm intrigued by Miami, L.A., the Rams, that Me is. Me too. Okay. Al's second. We're, Jerry, so far, we're two for two. Cool games of the week. Steelers, Ravens. Three for three. Cool games of the weekend. Now, how could you not be into, see, this is surprising to me, Yeah. that you're not into Vegas, Cleveland? I don't know. I actually find that a fascinating game. I suppose. I almost put it on my list, but that can't all be cool games of the week. And I would also give you... As the last one, I'm intrigued by Niners Seahawks as much as I can't stand Seattle. Yeah, you. Just, uh, you know, when I as soon as I saw that on the on the list, I was like, Jerry hates enough of the Seahawks. He says you're right, and I want. Here's why: I want to see the San Francisco defense go in and beat them. Okay, that I like. And I oddly, oddly enough. I'm intrigued by Bucks Giants. I am as well. I was going to do that Monday. What's your cool games of Monday night? <laughs> There's only one. Oh, then that one is <laughs> Unless it. Unless we sure. get the doubleheader again. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I'm, I'm interested in all those games. So we're on the same page basically, yeah. except for San Francisco, Seattle, and you, Mister Raider. I don't know why you would yeah. be interested in that one. So that's your Alan Jerry's cool games of the week. That's exactly right. Very important one here. Heather in Stratford. You are, I believe, Heather, you are the first caller to the warm-up show that we've been doing now for six years. Heather, it is great to have you with us. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Listen, I wanted to talk to um, Al about his dog, Whimsy. Yes. I wanted to tell you that I heard you say several times about the man that called up and uh, emailed you and said he didn't want to hear about your dog. Yes. Well, I wanted to tell you that I want to hear about your dog, Whimsy. And Thank I'd you. And I'd love to hear about your dog. Oh. And I want to hear about her exploits, and I want to hear about Ex- everything she does with Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. Heather, that's awesome. Well, wow. her the last two days she's just dragged me through ice cold rain and wind so <laughs> not much else going on there <laughs> i did start feeding uh, her uh raw beef which i was told uh, that they love no kid raw beef yeah like i cut up a chuck steak for her. how do you know that there's not like tapeworms in it and and bacteria not tapeworms, there's, but bacteria there's, dog stomach acid is so powerful jerry it eats it right up is that true yeah there are a lot. There are some stuck-up pet owners who look down on you if you don't feed a pure raw diet. How about that? I that, will. Uh, can you take a picture for me? Yeah. The day that you sit down and you and Whimsy are eating dinner together at three forty-five, <laughs> and Whimsy's got a bowl of raw meat and you've got a bowl of cooked, you know, ground chicken. <laughs> do you know that I do make her? I, I make chicken, sweet potatoes, and broccoli. Oh, come every on, night. dude. I, no, I make how, her How does sweet, she take the broccoli? I make her sweet potatoes and broccoli, and she knows that when I'm done and I bring my dish to the sink, that's when she gets hers. Oh, you give her the leftovers? Or no, you, no, no, no. Why I make you guys a, together? Because it's still a little hot for her. Oh, I see. I put it in the refrigerator or put it in the plus freezer they, for 30 seconds. Plus, the dog people say it's good 
uh, for the dog to eat after you. Like it knows that you're the master, that you eat first. Must be nice to be the master of your own domain. I am the master. Which, of course, you live alone, so you are anyway. Yeah, I'm the master over here. Nick and Madawan. What's up, Nick? How are you? Caller number two. Hey. Mm. How you guys doing? Jerry, Al, how you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Hey, I, good. Hey, I, I uh, rocked the Casbah. I actually Googled that over the weekend, and Casbah, it came up, is a city... I forgot what state it was in. In Africa, it's a city, so he's rocking the city of Casbah. Not a strip club, huh? What's that? Now, sorry? Nothing. Now, why did you decide this weekend to Google Kaz- rock the Casbah? Because I have a problem with uh, songs. Like, the, what I'm hearing is absolutely not what they're saying. So, uh, rock the Casbah. I'm always wonder- wondering, what is Casbah? I thought it was a strip club as well. So, I Googled it. <laughs> I call my buddy Bill, but I Google it, and it came up. Casbah is a city in Africa. So, but I've also seen serious. this now. It, it says that the to rock the Casbah means do something you think is right because it's right, even if authority has banned it. You rock the Casbah. That didn't come up, Nick, when you Googled it? That did not come up at all. all right. the, cla- the Clash is very anti-establishment. Uh, so you must be a big fan. Well, that was what was funny is that I had a this was great. You know, when I was doing one of my Trump tweets or something back when I was uh, doing political tweets, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, somebody noticed that my background photo on uh, Twitter was the clash walking down the boardwalk in Asbury Park. And somebody's like, hey, idiot, you know, the clash was anti-government. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, right. <laughs> everything, <yeah>. everything <laughs> you stand for, they were against. You like the music. Deal with it. <laughs> One more before the break. And by the way, the calls are flooding in out. Oh, so flooding in, Jerry. We might have unlocked something. Bob and Brick, uh, my old hometown. What's up, Bob? How are you? Good morning, guys. Oh, yeah, I love your show. I listen every single morning on the way to work. Uh, Thanks. You guys make my commute to work a lot better. How's um, Burnt Tavern Road um, doing? Burnt Tavern's doing good. Good. It's doing good over there, yeah. I live right down the street from Burnt Tavern Road, actually. Nice. Right down the street. My kids go to Brick Memorial High School. Cool. Anyhow, um... I listened. I'm thrilled to have Craig back. I listened to, uh, the, you know, the hour. I will say, though, he, yesterday it seemed like his personality just ran right over Evan. Now, I don't know if, you know, it was his hour, and I get that you know, it wasn't their, their show officially started yet, but it did, it did seem like Evan's going to have to have a, a stronger voice being with him, uh, you know, every single day. Uh, what, I was wondering what you guys thought about that. That's a very good point, Bob, and I think that's going to be the development of the show. Is that fair to say, Al? Yeah, and I also think that Evan probably looked at it like this is Craig's hour. I'm here right. as a guest of this hour, not a co-host. Then on yeah. uh, November 9th, co-host role. I think that's probably true. I the one the one time just speaking freely from when I listened to it where I did feel like he was just kind of in the closet was when Boomer called in. And it was <laughs> what? You that Evan was in the closet, so you say? Meaning he took a back seat and yes. just kind of he was I felt like he just like, you know, went in the closet, shut the door and just was going to listen because you could tell Boomer and Craig together. It, they picked up right where they left off right. three years ago. And I felt like at that point, Evan just kind of checked out and said, let let them do their thing. Yes. So I agree. I totally understand his point. I, that was a bad way for saying it. But yes. My, my bad. <laughs> so then hopefully on November 9th, Evan comes out of the closet and will be they will be equal partners. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Let's take a quick break. We can uh, we can take a couple more calls, but I know Al's got more topics too. 
So I, I don't want to get run over by the calls, but no, these are good calls. These kind have of been good calls. In now, so I yeah, think I we like, should take them as long as they're not sports related. Ah, uh, let's see. A new no. Let's see. Craig, Craig, guy loves us. Uh, another I'm guy sure, loves us. Yeah, no, sure we're we rolling. Get them on. This is pretty good. We're going to put you guys on for sure on the other side of the break. Then Boomer and Geo at six here on the fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. Uh, coming up on 20 in front of 6, warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Lots on the table. Craig's return, the new show, Carton and Roberts, of course, has been a topic. And quite frankly, Al Duke, so are we. Here is Tom in Smithtown. Oh, by the way, we're taking calls on a Friday. How about that on the warm-up show? What's up, Tom? Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, thanks for taking my call. You know, I wanted to make a couple of points. Um, well, one, I wanted to ask you guys, have you guys ever been – um, offered to do a longer show, other you know than the hour, because you guys are great together. You really do. You really are. It's very nice. We did it. We we did a full Friday four hour show in the summer, and it was spectacular. We did five hours, <laughs> Jerry. Oh, we did do five hours. We did five to ten. You're right. Right. I mean, you guys really. I think you really work well together. And my other my other point is, I saw the uh, the documentary, and I thought that. Uh, all you guys, Boomer and Eddie, all did a great job, and uh, it kind of showed. Uh, Carton's like human side. It didn't just show him as someone who broke the law. It, it, it kind of put him in a like a, like I said, it showed that human side of him. And I think you guys help bring that out because you're the closest to him. Well, like he's so a I real, like, like he's a real person. No, you're right, Tom. I we we appreciate that. Thank you for the nice words. I agree. I think you got to see a side of Craig that you don't usually see when the light's on. Is that fair, Al? I would say that's fair, and I think you got that the first part of yesterday's hour as well. Yeah, no question. The about, there's no question about it. Couple more calls here, um, and these are about you. So let's just get right Perfect. to them because you love that. Joe in Orange County. Joe, you're on the fan on the warm up show. What's up, Joe? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, this, is, this is for Al Dukes. Al, do you know Duluth Trading Company? They make waterproof blue jeans. Is that right? Waterproof proof blue yeah. jeans. I have heard of that yeah. company. That's uh, a good a work. Gotta, that's a working gotta, man's company. I mean, uh, I'm a, I am actually call in a lot. Of, I was the construction guy working in front of your building. I did a lot of work on Ward Street there, which is finishing up now. And uh, I, see, I see Greg on occasion because he, he lived in that area, you know, him walking around or driving his truck. And I was glad to hear him yesterday, too. And, he, you know, he, you know, he sounds like he's ready to go, you know, which is a great thing. And, uh, I mean, I, 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 I pity, I feel bad for Boomer. And, and now, you know, I really feel bad for Eddie, Al. I mean, couldn't you give Eddie a break and drive in from your beach house out there? I, I know you got the butler and, and everybody there. You got a chauffeur to drive you in. Give Eddie a break. Let Eddie stay home a couple of days and walk his dogs in the rain. Well, I don't know how do you run the equipment that Eddie runs. He's a oh, master. Al, He's Al, a master at it. Al, you've been doing this for 30 years. That's I, true. I Joe, I will oh, defend, Joe, I will defend Al in this way. 
radio is not the way it used to be where you could step in and push a couple of buttons and figure it out. It is all digital now. It is a completely new system. And then when you get to the drops, let's be honest, Eddie has that under lock and key. You need, like, codes to figure out where anything is. So it would not – this is no disrespect to Flegelman because he's he's outstanding. Flegelman's intimidated to try and find a clip when he fills in for Eddie because it is so complicated the way Eddie has it lined up. There's no way. I don't. No offense, Al, but I don't think you'd be no. able to do it like Eddie. So I, I would be like Ben good. DiNucci coming in trying to run the Cowboy offense. I'd be like, I don't know what is going on here. Let's just run the ball. I certainly get through hope, this. I hope Ben DiNucci has a little bit more confidence in himself than you do. Yeah, that would be a good thing. Colin and Wyckoff, what is up, Colin? How are you, gentlemen? Good morning. How are you? You're good morning. Great, but I'm going to tell you, my mornings are complete. My day's complete. Craig Carton's back. Thank God for your guys' loyalty. His. We forgive everything. We remember. I'm just glad he's back. He's got his life in order. It made my day. I was sad when he was gone. And if you can't honor him back and forgive him back, then maybe people have a problem. I think it's great he's back. Gentlemen, I love it. Thanks, nice. Colin. Appreciate it, man. I thought Craig had a good line, too, because he, he did bring that point up about there are going to be people that are just going to hate on it and he, don't listen. <laughs> it's not right. That, it's not the, that's the one thing you and I have always discussed, and you don't want to sit there and tell people not to listen. I, I, I get that for what we do. But you never understand why certain people get just so crazy over something they don't like. Yeah, I I have, you know, I used to get calls like that uh, when I was screening the calls. People would be so angry. And in my head, I'd just be like, well, why are you still listening? But then that's also the intrigue. Yeah. But but the other weird thing is I, I do slightly understand that because I get angry at the Howard Stern show, which I like. I get angry at the Dave Ramsey show, which I like, and I want to call and complain to someone. And in my of head, you do. but in my head, I think I would tell the person, "Well, then don't listen." Right. But I guess the 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 part is is that what you think is wrong with the show could improve it, and you would love it more. True. If that makes any sense. No, it so I do understand being a fan of things and being angry at some things, and still being a fan and still wanting to listen, but wanting it to be the way you think it should be. And then there's the other side where people hate something, will always hate something, and can't yes. help themselves. But, like, for, for people who, who hate Trump, so they'll they'll go and they'll listen to his uh, uh, speeches and watch right. Fox News and then get more angry. Well, what are you doing? Right. And, I, and it works both ways. It's like, relax. Just if you don't like it, if it makes you angry, then don't listen. But I think that's the sign of somebody who's very good on the air. Is if if people were in the middle somewhere like, you know, I I compared to one of my friends yesterday, Craig, to Trump. I go, there are people who will wave the Craig flag no matter what. And there will people that will hate Craig no matter what he does. I said, it it feels like a, a Trump type thing. And that's the type of guy that gets ratings and does uh, attracts an audience is that someone who is very polarizing. You either love him or hate him. There are not many people that go, Craig, yeah, 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 I like him sometimes, other times, no. That is very rare. It's either all in or all out. Right, it's he's awesome or he sucks. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. There's not much in the middle, that's for sure. Um, Here is Tully in Manhattan. Good morning, Tully. How are you? Hey, now. Hey, Hey now. Hey, I'm not in the (laughs) middle at all. I just had to call up because this is the first time you guys have ever opened up the phone lines. And I had only started listening to uh, Boomer and Chia, like, maybe in December. And uh, you guys and the show, and I know you guys have heard this before, but I just got to say it, uh, have really helped get me through this this crazy time that we're living in in America. And I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, this warm-up show 
sometimes I will sometimes I will get up at five in the morning. Sometimes I will stay up till five in the morning. But I just really, really love the warm up show. Well, thanks. It is just some of I don't know what it is. And I didn't know how I felt about either of you fellas. Um, and I'm sort of creeped out by Al every once in a while. When he <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, going, saying stuff like, I, can't, I really just would love to get a flashlight and just flash it on somebody in their car and look through their <laughs> stuff. And, but it, and it's just, but, um, and so you guys are constantly surprising me. I'm always surprised when Jerry's like, I do not know what that thing is. I don't know who Carl Lagerfeld is. Or how nope. the pancreas works, but nope. Uh, and Don't then, you know why we have I, one? <laughs> yeah, but I just just very quickly, and I was telling Eddie how brilliant he is. But listen, guys, really love the warm up show, and uh, big fan of both all three of you guys. Just wanted to say that. Really appreciate Thank it, Tony. Thanks for what do you think? That was pretty good opening up the phone lines. <laughs> it is, but I, I don't ever recall saying I'd love to get a flashlight and look in your car. Um, no, I think you might have actually. <laughs> it does sound in, I I will tell you, you know, I do I do this. Walking around at night with the dog when it's dark, if people have their shades open and it lights on, I do like to see how their homes are set up. <laughs> so you're a voyeur. And what they're watching, yes. <laughs> well, I listen, I've always told you um, one of my ideas for a reality TV show was always throwing a dart at like a neighborhood or in like a specific house. And then you show up and then you live with those people unannounced for three yep. days. You give them like 10 grand. And then you film them for three days where they have no idea it's coming. They have no idea what's happening. And God knows what you would walk into. But it would be the ultimate reality show. And kind of like you looking in to see what people are doing and watching. This would be an inside look into someone's life. Like, who's the soccer mom? Who's the dad who is always around? Who's the brother who can't stand his younger brother? Who's doing this? Who's doing? I think it would be pretty neat. So I have, I have one. I don't know if this is the last call of the morning for us. But this one is near and dear to your heart, Al. All right. At least... For what I see, Greg in Colonia, don't let me down. Oh, How you doing, nice. man? Hey, what's going on? It's morning. Morning. Yeah, I'm calling because I heard Al talk about Little Fellas League of Colonia yesterday. It's the best baseball league I've ever played for. Do they That's have right. a uh, Do they have a travel program? Uh, back then they had an All Star team. We played right. like Merrill Park. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't too big back then as it is today. Do you know anybody at the Colonia Little League these days? Uh, not anymore. We, I'm, I'm over in South Plainfield now, so I don't know too many quality now. But just remembering those, remember the big trucker hats that you'd have to wear. Yes, with and, the mesh uh, backing, they never yeah. fit right. Yeah, I just remember the one year we had a store in Colonia. We had these big gaudy hats with the foam in the front, and our sponsor was Athlete's Foot. Yeah, Athlete's Foot. Yeah. That was the big sponsor you guys had. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea. How about this one, Greg? I have an idea. Maybe this will get Al out of his apartment, his condo, too. Okay. How about my 10-year-old travel team plays an exhibition game against the 10-year-old Colonia travel team, and Al throws out the first pitch as a big return to the complex? Love it. That would be awesome. Can we get News 12? I can do a... I could do a pep talk to the kids. Kids, there was a year, maybe two seasons, where I had zero hits. But look where I am today, throwing out the first pitch. You would sign up for that. I would. The Little Fellows League of Colonia reminds me of a a very awkward encounter, uh, a situation with my parents. So I I was getting a jock supporter cup for the very first time. And I... A jock supporter cup. I don't know what you call it. A cup. A a cup for the first time. Nobody, me, my mom, or dad, could not figure out... What size? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on over my underpants. Right. Yeah. But it it really bothered me. Like I could, I felt like I was like this can't be right. I can't move. And and then I remember my my parents going like maybe <laughs> maybe you don't wear underpants with it. Then I tried with no underpants. So well, let me ask you just to, for clarity here. <laughs> Did you have the old one that was just the strap around the waist? Yeah, and the, the cup straps. just sat in the pocket. No, it went it went like over the legs, but it was just straps for sure. I didn't know which leg my strap was supposed. Which because, yeah, which because back in the day, confusing. I would always you always had to have the underwear on, otherwise the cup would just grind against your right. leg. <laughs> Today. They are all self-contained. See that I love, and they're out. They really are. They're tremendous. But, but the cup I use for softball, which is a relatively new cup, that is like old school one with the bands go wrapping Why? around Boomer your legs. Gave us the one that's awesome it has Boomer, a cup in it. Yeah, Boomer I gave me one that. that's completely self-contained. They're like oh, no, athletic you, shorts. You you got that because you were catching. Oh, okay. That he gave makes you sense. those. That could I be. need those because those are unbelievable. By the way, you cheap bastard. They're twenty bucks. Go buy one. Uh, yeah, well, if we ever play softball again. Oh, we're but I don't playing know, softball again. I don't know with this coronavirus, Jerry. I heard a lot of softball talk last night there on uh, Craig's Hour, but I don't know with this coronavirus. It doesn't seem like we're ever going to be able to do that. Craig's again. back. Craig wants to play, and if we don't want him on the team, he, he put out the challenge out there that he and the Roberts team are going to kick our ass. It was funny. He did tell the story that I told him. Uh, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Don't, oh, okay. don't, don't. That's a radio <laughs> tease. We got oh, audio okay. coming. Real, Eddie, do I have time for two quickies? One. Go to. Go ahead. Joe and Freehold. What's up, Joe? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm so happy Craig Carton is back. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Joe, I agree, man. That was that was awesome. That's what we call diminishing returns. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> One more. That's okay. That's good because that gives us more time. Mark in Miami. What's <laughs> up, Mark? How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, man? Well, you know, I... Uh... I hate to see uh, Joe retire, but I guess, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. You know what, Mark? I think it can be the best of both worlds because knowing I've known Joe since 1995, and knowing him, especially recently, he really has a strong desire to go out and play golf every day and I think would like to do this on a part-time basis. And if that, and I don't know if it is or not, but if that opportunity is in front of him, I think he will have the best of both worlds. And I do know he is very much looking forward to retiring and moving to Florida. So I think this could be very good for him. So I totally get it. I know there's a lot of people out there that are disappointed because of the way Joe has been over the last 25 years, but I think it might be a really good thing for him. He's 67. He's not 50 anymore, so... I hope it works out for Joe in the long run. And I think Joe is happy with it. I do, too. He's totally on board and at peace. Knowing Joe the way I've known him, listening to him talk about it, I I do not in any way, shape, or form believe he was forced into this, pushed into this. I think this is something he's been thinking about for well over a year, and I think this is a really good opportunity for him. So that having been said, (laughs) final break. We're done with the calls for the day. If you guys liked it, perhaps we'll do it again on Monday. Al, you tell me what you want to do, because quite frankly, I don't care either way. I enjoyed it. Good. That said, time for a Radio.com Sports Minute. We're going to get Amy Lawrence up here now, and she's going to tell us all about the New England Patriots, Boomer and Geo, then at 6. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at 6. Real quick, Al, um, because I, our guy Andrew Bogish sent us the pronunciation of Trevor Lawrence's backup. Yeah. So it is Ui Angalile. Ooh. Now, Ui could you, Now, do me a favor. 
Let's assume you were doing play-by-play for Clemson this weekend. Yeah. Give me a call where you really can't think. Like, you got to make the call. Give me Ui the name one on more time. Galile. What is it one more time? Ui. Ui. On Galile. Ui Angalole drops back. He's got time. Ui Gongalole is going to take it himself. <laughs> You're called <Touchdown>! Gongalole. <laughs> Ui Gongalui. <laughs> and Clemson goes up 6 nothing. That is tremendous. But that's exactly what would happen. Yeah, that's... <laughs> You're not ready for him. And now you find yourself, if you're the play-by-play guy, yes. you are studying his name, and it's more of your thinking as opposed to just calling the game. I and would write it out on a big like a big card. Go and put for it. Right- you're still going to say, ooey googly <laughs> It's well, going first, to happen. His first name is DJ. That's easy. I, think I would go with that. that. DJ drops. No, you, no, 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 you can't do that. Ui Gongalui scores. <laughs> That's, it's very much like Russo with a Rosarena. He called him Ruzioni. And Eddie tells me that one time he called O.C. Human Ura. O.C. Human Urine. O.C. Human Urine, he said. Are you O.C. Human Urine. And, what did, and the, the, the guy that, Eddie, uh, that uh, Boomer screwed up on the NFL today was Hardman, right? And he called him Nicole Kidman. <laughs> right? What was I it? I don't remember. I don't How do you not remember that? that? I do not recall. You want to get... You killing me, guys? You're 100 percent right. It was McCole Hardman. He called him McCole yes. Kidman on the NFL today. You're right. <laughs> yes, don't let national, these guys. National yes, TV. Remember that. Yeah, during a highlight. Yep, right. on national TV. Yep, Nicole during Kidman. Highlight. He said Nicole Kidman scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's like Patrick Mahomes to Nicole Kidman. Look at him go. Yeah, <laughs> these things happen when you're on live and the game's mm. flowing. And for Bo- I would think in that case. Boomer's not given much time. Boomer, here you go. Here's your hit. And he's probably doing it over and over and over again. And I would think he is seeing it on the screen, and it just comes out Nicole Kidman. Right. They make those guys talk so fast. Coach Cowher's got to fly through them. Because it's here. you got 10 seconds go, and then send it back to Ian at the Meadowlands. Yeah. So this happens. Jerry, do you like that Tony LaRusse is back? Old man coach, and I love an old man coach. He's 78. My bless glasses. I need to go to the bathroom. What was the whole oh, deal with Tony's... the long? <laughs> back in my day, Craig Carton Hold is on. back. Tony needs to go to the bathroom. With Evan Roberts, <laughs> and they're here weekday afternoons, 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. What will you hear? Everything that'll make you want to listen longer and keep coming back. It all starts Monday, November 9th. That's Carton and Roberts to take you home afternoons, 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. 